0: in us, and his love is perfected in us. God is love, says John. In another place, God is love, and they who abide in love abide in God, and God in them. When we are talking about love, we are talking about God, the reality of our Creator, the reality of our Redeemer. How do we put what God is, into words. That is the problem that Paul was confronted with when he was writing not only this letter, but every letter that he wrote. How do you put in words what is incapable of expression? How do you tell others what God is and what he is for us? What is the love that he has for us? and even more primary for Paul, how do you tell people the method of getting into that love and living out that love? We can affirm what God is. We can affirm that he loves us. But what do we have to do? Is there something just something that we can do to enter into life with God? Is there something that we can achieve so that we'll arrive in the presence of God, which Paul calls his glory, his daksa, doxa, the kabod Yahweh, the glory of God, will come into the presence of the glory of God Carrying all the good things that we have done and say, God, look what we've done. Let us in, will you? Let us into your love. We can't do that. We can't say, God, I've done something to deserve your love. I've done something that should make you love me, that should make you say yes to me and allow me to enter into the mystery of your love. Now, Paul will say to us, been there, done that. I've been down that road, and there is nothing that I can do to enter into God's love, into life with God. In the letter to the Corinthians, Paul also deals, as John did, with the question of love. And he says, if I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and I have all faith so as to remove mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give away all my possessions and I hand over my body so that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. You know, when you read a book of the lives of the saints, they always wanted to tell you, what these people did, how much they suffered, what they gave up, the authors of these lives of the saints. But no matter what they did and what they gave up, it means absolutely nothing, says Paul, if I do not have love. Love is the only thing that matters. And then he says, if you want to know whether you've got it or not, here's your checklist. Love is patient Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But as for prophecies, they'll come to an end. As for tongues, they'll cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know only in part, and we prophesy only in part, But when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. And so Paul urges us onward to a maturity, to get out of our childishness. Because the child says, I've been good. What are you going to give me? And Paul says, that's not the way God is. We move out of that. We might have started our spirituality treating God as the great good uncle who gives us what we need or takes us to the zoo or gives us candy or something like that. He said, but you've got to grow out.